Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? What would our friend Cody do if he was here right now? He'd probably have a smoke or two. That's what our friend Cody would do. When our friend Cody was in Alaska fishing all that crab, his presence his presence was really mitts. It got pretty drab. When our friend Cody was the DM, desperately trying to game, he then made the limo not work, and Brian was mad he came. So, so what, what would our friend Cody, Cody do if, if he, he was here today? today I'm sure he'd have a drink or two. Drink or two. That's what our friend Cody <laughs> do. I moved to Arizona. It's cheaper, but it's hot, and I sure miss you guys a lot. And I just want a game night to hang out with everyone. For Riff Hills, we'll... For Riff Hills, we'll do a guest review or two, because that's what our friend Cody would do. And what would our friend Cody do? He'd call his friends in town and ask him for a ride or two. That's what our friend Cody do. When our friend Cody traveled through time to the year 3010, we both did... Er, <laughs> we both definitely were super high that night. We'll surely do it again. So let's call all the game together and Cody will bum a smoke. And we'll have a game night too, because that's what our friend Cody would do. That's what our friend Cody would do. <laughs> Quality, ladies wow. and gentlemen. <laughs> Quality. Well, get better. Five years running oh. on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Real Fills Podcast, and we are so happy you are here to join us. If this is your first time joining us, we are a movie review podcast that does a movie review every two weeks for Fortnightly, where we pair a movie with a different genre of a different kind every single time, and <laughs> tonight, it is my cutout animation genre, where I had little... <laughs> to you be mean, picked from. You should have just had the change cut out animation to shoehorn into South shoehorn Park. Shoehorn inning South Park. Now there there are some picks that could have could have gone as an option, but I don't think anyone would have known them. It just reminds me if if there was another movie that you did do for cutout animation, it would have been like from The Simpsons, where it's like the uh, like the Eastern <laughs> Communist European itchy and scratchy. Yeah, there was like a, a Star Wars special that was cutout animation, but it, it wasn't even like a full length picture. It was like a special that came out in like the early two thousands or something. That sounds awful. It, <laughs> well, I mean, it's no Life Day celebration. I can't think of anything it's, off the top you, of my head. You that keep would. the Christmas special out your mouth. Another round, my friends, with, wow. B, with B. Arthur. But guys, South Park, 1999, bigger, longer, and uncut. Uncircumcised. Ooh. Well, I uh, originally I know that uh, Trey Parker was told and asked by uh, you know the the producers like, hey, can you make this PG-13 for us? We'd love that. And they said, 
no. And we're not going to make this movie until you allow us to make it R. So please understand that. They also wanted to call the movie originally South Park. Supposedly, this is a rumor, supposedly, uh, to Helen back. But they wanted to make the title G rated. So they came up with bigger, longer and uncut. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, originally did not see this film when it when it came out, obviously, because, you know, 1998, what, what are we? We were 13, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. Now, Nathan's uh, going <laughs> to cringe because uh, I did see this movie in the theaters. Of course you did. <laughs> in 1999, I was, uh, when this movie came out, I was 16, had not your turned 17 yet but due to my height and size oh he looked like a big boy <laughs> i like an adult they, they did not card, card us you for oh. South jack had the trench coat and the hat uncut. and they're like he's like okay right. like open the trench coat and he's like what it's just me and he's like oh my god sir i'm so oh sorry god, it is you <laughs> yeah no yeah I don't think I saw this until, like, I mean, honestly, I think, like, 2003. Well, do you guys watch South Park? Yeah. Yes. Like, because I've, I've been watching, I've seen every episode. I, I've been wanting to restart season. it. Ooh. I've been wanting to well, restart yeah, it. And that's the that's the thing with South Park. The The first few seasons are rough, because it's yeah. mostly your, your dick and fart jokes. Sure. Uh, you know, your, like anal, family your, your anal probe <laughs> stuff. Uh, but South Park has evolved over its 25 years. It's smart. Uh, where, you know, they've they've done things that other animation shows don't do. Where they've advanced their grade. They've had changes. Like, the, the whole town is different now. Like, mm-hmm. instead of uh, uh, Skeeter's Bar, uh, there was the whole uh, story arc where they gentrified uh, the shitty part of South Park. Which they renamed Shippa Town, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now it's 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 uh, Skeeter's Wine Bar. You know, Mr. Garrison has gone through a lot of changes, uh, and, and uh, he was even Mr. Mrs. Garrison, Mrs. Mrs. Garrison, Garrison at one point, uh, and then uh, now he's he was even Donald Trump uh, at one point. Uh, now he's just back to Mr. Garrison, um, and then they've had these wonderful episodes like the world of warcraft episode Mm. the heavy metal major boobage episode and they've sort of stopped doing episodes now like they don't have a traditional season since last uh fall like they've been doing hour-long specials and if you guys haven't seen the two-part post-covid special (laughs) it is so fucking we don't know why people are growing mustaches we just need to make sure they're not fashionable (laughs) (laughs) thank you dr but but, i mean they even the the whole first most of the first part or most of that that two-part episode is the guys as adults as you know guys our age now and it's sort of fun to see that uh, I mean, Eric Cartman. Uh, We've come back from the future. <laughs> Eric Cartman. I need uh, to stop cat. He, he converted to Judaism. I still don't know. I love it, but the I don't long know. Con. <laughs> and he has his, he has his uh, his family. Where, Fuck you, Uncle Cat. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and they've got terrible names like Yamaka, I think. And and uh, but uh, um, and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Stan won't or Kyle won't believe that it's not just like one long con of him being a dick about Kyle being Jewish. It's it is it is fantastic. Uh, mm. South Park is still going strong in my opinion. Mm. I still watch everything new that comes out. But we haven't even touched the. Beef, I, I need to catch up a little bit. 
No, not at all. Let's bean it up. Let's get some bean footage. Once upon a time, a man drew a little mouse. And his animated vision enchanted children of all ages. This summer, that man will be spinning in his grave. Paramount Pictures and Warner Brothers present <laughs> South Park. This is going to be the best movie ever. Yay! Invading. Eric, did you just say the F word? Did he say the S word? Young man, did you just say the Q word? <laughs> we have to get you children off of foul language. Your theater. The machinery of the V-chip emits a small shock of electricity whenever an obscenity is uttered. <gasps> this summer. Wait, Cartman. I had to ride my back here. My behind is killing me. You're behind? I have to stay behind because I get shocked if I say... Kyle Roslovsky. This is sweet. Stan Marsh. Where did they come up with this stuff? Eric Cartman. That movie has warped my fragile little mind. Kenny McCormick. <laughs> Chef. Have you ever heard of the Emancipation Proclamation? I don't listen to hip-hop. Satan. Is sex the only thing that matters to you? Yeah! I love you. And Big Gay Al. You big fillies. <laughs> On June 30th. Throw the switch, Mr. Garrison. Hey, I'm supposed to be anonymous. It's not just another day in the park. Son, we accidentally replaced your heart with a baked potato. You have about three seconds to live. South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Tell him we'll have punch and pie. We're not gonna have punch and pie. My bill will come if they think we have punch and pie. Ooh, we've got to see this movie, dude. There's your bean footage. <laughs> wow. Wow. It, this... Get, oh, no, go. go, Drew. This is yours. Get it. No, I was going to say, like, so before I even, to be quite honest, before I even ever uh, really saw the movie in full, aside from seeing clips on the internet and various things, I had parts of the soundtrack downloaded and burned, like, you know... Off of like Napster, LimeWire. <laughs> oh, Napster! Uh, what, what raw dog in the internet feels like? <laughs> and I had a burn on a disc. Computers and I was back then. Exactly, and I was playing him in my car, like driving around to school, just like shut your fucking face, Uncle Pucker. You're driving. a boner body bastard, Uncle Pucker. Just driving it around, like I mean, it's amazing how like not seeing the movie itself, but I mean, completely understanding what it's about and listening to the songs and like what. By 2003, so like like 17 year old me, like just memorizing Uncle Fucker, because that apparently was <laughs> was my go to thing to do. It was it was a hoot, and then finally watching it, I'm like, okay, this is still great. This is this is still fun. Uh, watching it now again, probably after a good, gosh, probably after a good 15 years uh, since I saw it last, it it still holds up. To an extent, I think some jokes have not aged well, but I think that's to the charm that is South Park yeah. because they were bold enough and daring to do so. And again, this is early South Park. Yes. This is before they, I mean, they are doing commentary on free speech and uh, censorship, uh, but this is before South Park really got its feet under it as the social commentator that it has become now. They said that they will not do a sequel, and if they did... It would be the series finale, mm. movie to cap. Oh. And you know what? That actually, I would. I actually would. Uh, ver you know what? I like that. I like that a lot. And I know that I was reading through the trivia. It said that this was the highest-grossing R-rated film, and until 
unfortunately, Deadpool? and I really hate to like no <laughs> Sausage Party in 2016 no knocked it down. Yes. So South Park had a 21 million dollar budget, and overall worldwide gross was 86 million dollars. Okay, they have 194 uses of the word fuck in the movie My itself. God. It's not the most in a movie, but it is the most in an animated future. And there's 399 <laughs> overall swear words. Yeah, overall swear words. And then like, I, I forget the uh, other total where it was like sexual gestures and violence uh, depicted in the film. That but then, damn, Sausage Party. And you know what? Honestly... I, I still have not watched Sausage Party in its entirety, and I don't fucking want to. Well, you know, Cody, <laughs> sorry, Cody. Uh, Drew, if you just took the cookie, <laughs> you, you would don't, probably enjoy it. I don't sausage think I would party. enjoy it. I don't I don't think so. <laughs> God. Uh, so this also was uh Oscar dominated for yeah. one of its songs. And is uh, this was mentioned on an early episode. This was where the uh the uh uh Showrunners Trey Parker and Matt Stone went to the Oscars dressed up in the famous style of dresses that Jennifer Lopez had yep. gone the year before <laughs> while tripping on acid. Uh, and again, anybody who has the, the like the mental willpower to roll that check <laughs> to be tripping on LSD at the Oscars uh, has got my 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 full approval. Like that's that's superhuman right there. I would have been. I would have like gotten out of the limo and just like run to the bathroom. Like, don't look at me! Don't look at me! <laughs> but those two have done so much, I believe, for society. Like in in a whole, and everything that they've touched. I can't think of anything where I'm like, you know what? No, never ever do something. I mean, like even dating back to like Orgasmo and like uh, Cannibal, like the musical. Like, I think Unicorns are pretty fucking it, sweet. <laughs> But and <laughs> just you look at their body of work and it is really well done. It's it's impressive to, to be doing a yeah. Tony uh, winning musical of the Book of Mormon, the Team oh. America World Police, Team America so outstanding, Book of Mormon again outstanding. Where the move the the music is great. I I had my friends who were of the Mormon church and they never saw it. They never listened to it, but they were flat out told by their church. They're all like, uh, no, you need to be angry about this. And I'm like, why, why are you telling them to be angry when it's literally two former Mormons writing and telling people what actually was true? <laughs> there's, there's a clip. It's so well done. There, That's the problem. Like, no, it is. So, it very much so is. Well written, so well written. So well done. But it, it, it's, it's like they they've tapped into the vein of that because there's the there's a, a funny video clip uh, making its rounds on Reddit right now where it's two uh, male Mormon missionaries walking up uh, to the front door of a house and the, the gayest the, place the, in town or something. The the, the welcome mat says the gayest home in town, and it's just them looking down and reading the mat. And turn around and, and walk away. away. Like, they don't even knock on the door. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> Man. No, no, our words are wasted here. Man, I need I need a doormat like that. <laughs> Maybe they'll try to fuck us. <laughs> I don't Jeez. know. But this movie oh, is... It, I, it's so fun. It's good. I mean, just, just from the... It's a musical. It's musical. From the intro, it's a parody of Belle entering, you know, the town. He's like, my little mountain town. Bonjour. 
Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> and they're like, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. It, as a whole, though, I don't know if this movie, it doesn't hold a special place in my heart simply because I didn't watch it as the early stages. When I was watching South Park, I only really remembered the, like you said, Jack, the, the fart jokes and the, the dick jokes. And then later on, I got into it pretty heavily and watched, I don't know if I watched all of the first season. The first two seasons were like slogs. But once they really started defining characters, and I honestly think that once they figured out that Kenny doesn't have to die every episode and just things like. (laughs) And and, uh, Stan doesn't have to puke on Wendy every episode. And there doesn't have to be a midget delivering the the man on the scene footage. Is this uh, still one of the only instances in which we actually see Kenny's face? Is, is this movie? No, no, there's one other There's one time. more? There's one other time. Okay. Yeah. I thought and so. I was all like... I think it's the Imagination Land series, which okay. is sort of uh, oh, man. known by the fan as the de facto sequel. Uh, even I, love the, the I love that. I love those episodes. I love those episodes. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the one... They're funny. The one episode where Cartman freezes himself in uh, mountain snow (laughs) so that the two weeks will pass faster before the Nintendo Wii episode comes out, (laughs) but nobody ever finds him. So he thaws out after global warning, like a hundred or 200 years later. Like it's some really like fucking just great comedy, man. It's, it's so good. And there's times when I think that they're almost ahead of the game in so many different aspects, being able to write, a weekly episodic, uh, you know, adventure basically on some of these things. When I remember the Ocean's Eleven parody they did with like Obama and it just <laughs> being able to write that shit. Buckle up, Buckaroo! In a week <laughs> tonight, the coon. <laughs> uh, there, there is a a good uh, documentary. I think it's on HBO right now. It's called Six Days to Air. And it is uh, just uh, an hour, 90 minutes or so behind what they do to get an episode off the ground six days before it airs, where they're literally sending Comedy Central the uh, the master tape like the night before. Wow. And no. sometimes the morning of. Jeez. Uh, it, is, it is pretty incredible. And because they're doing it at like they are changing things for the episodes that are topical to match what's actually going on no in real yeah 100 percent. uh where animation traditionally would take you know months uh to do and there's no changing it right. once once that happens uh but they've got everything computer generated to this point where they can basically throw these episodes together and mm-hmm. they're just working on the content but i'm glad that they've honed their craft and again it's allowed them the success with this and you know and and other things have just allowed them to branch off and say you know what 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 have we not done that we want to do and let's let's just go fucking do it who cares I, the human centipede episode oh. Oh, should I like, eat the cuttlefish? Do, 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 do you want cuttlefish or vanillafish oh, cuttle- oh cuttlefish is not sitting too well thank you for kind shitty work I'm a happy oh sorry looking for the airlines oh I'm sorry I'm sorry 
Thank you for calling Shitty Aaron. <laughs> God damn, I apologize to, to about everyone for that, but that's the, uh, the cable one of the funniest moments for like, me. Oh, we're the only cable company oh. in, your, in your area? Oh. They're just rubbing their nipples? <laughs> oh, it's such a well done... Uh, everything they do, it really and, is and great. Even even episodes that aren't as you know, uh, commentate or commentating socially, uh, they're just good fun episodes. The the fucking um, what is the uh, the the clue goo? The oh, uh, oh getting a clue, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> such a raging the clue. Deuce with not that was it the Hardy Boys? Yeah, the, yeah it was yeah, the Hardy Boys. Oh, I'm getting a clue. <laughs> That oh. cripple fight, everybody cripple remembers fight. cripple fight. I mean, uh, Mr. Garrison when he t- he turns into a female, and uh, he is just uh, talking to every woman he can about you know should he what tampons he should get for his his heavy flow, and he thinks he's pregnant at one point. And one of my favorite quotes is, uh, Let's you, "You're gonna you're gonna scramble its brains and suck it out, or you're, you're gonna scramble its brains and just kind of let me queef it out." Jesus, but. Those are all the episodes we watched the movie, and yeah, this is true. But everything well, okay before led up to them to the movie. Yes. Um, did anyone else feel that uh, the um, Viva La Resistance guy, not the mole, was was very similar to Nigel from Top Secret? Oh, oh, the uh, the guy who's uh, it's like, I just transferred here from 4.0. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, I shouldn't have sent a child to do a man's job. I shouldn't even be here. George. <laughs> and then you do have the bowl with the, the, uh, the fucking God. George Clooney. Fuck it, <laughs> Where's your faggot God now? <laughs> <laughs> Where was he when she grounded me? I will not go back. I was not expecting uh, George, George Clooney, Clooney to, to pop. As I, the doctor? I completely did <laughs> well, not see that coming do you know the story behind Who's making no, a baked potato so they also in in front of every south park episode they always had that almost like that jackass disclaimer where it says that no celebrity voices are present and they are just uh they're making fun of making, it you know, they're they are um uh impre- imitated. imitated it poorly so george clooney is the only guest actor that has ever been on South Park. I think it was the first or second season where he played the bark of Stan's gay dog. <laughs> and so as homage to that, they had they gave him a bit part. As the doctor. Uh, in, as the doctor in uh, Bigger, Longer, and Not. That's awesome. I apologize. Your heart is a baked potato. You have about <laughs> six seconds to live. Yeah. <laughs> But but it's you know, George Clooney back then he was a big name now he's a powerhouse but it's like yeah I guess you could do a, a was this at a the same time acting, but you're gonna you're gonna voice the bark of our gay dog was this at the same time that he was on ER because that would actually be a lot funnier no, no, and, well, and I, coinciding I he got out of ER no, that, he's he's past prior that. 2000, no, 2009 well uh, yeah but but the no. episode. Hold the episode on, that, that he actually was in might was be probably ninety-seven or ninety-eight. I'm but I, I feel up. like he was off of ER by ninety-four. That's what I, I would say. That yeah. But Brett Spiner's in this. Mini Driver. There's there's a couple of little uh, sprinkled in fun fun mm-hmm. nuggets. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Mrs. Brofowski, you don't even really see her anymore. She used to be such a central part of the show, and now it's most like the best episodes are honestly Randy Marsh. 
Like his, uh, the bat dad were, I didn't hear no bell. This is America. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Took our jobs. And then getting into the, uh, Tegrity farms where he's now Pot a, farmer. uh, ER season five is when George Clooney came on ER season five aired between 1998, September 24th to May 20th, 1999. Uh, okay. So this was ripe at the time. And you know what? That makes perfect sense why it would be funny. There you go. All right. I I do love, of course, the, the relationship between Satan and Saddam. Oh, like, well, what's, hey, what's up, Joe? You want to fuck? Come on, guys. Let's fuck. Be, be my friend. Uh, come on, Saddam. I'm being serious. <laughs> it's, it's a, it seems all you ever want to do is have it's sex. It's a weird, like, kind of moment because... You're obvious. I love that they give him the the Canadian like flappy head. <laughs> well, and he played himself, right? So, ah, uh, come on, guys. Saddam Hussein. That's that's yeah. They give him the like. I mean, sorry, it's not even like the Canadian flappy head, like you know, with Terrence and Philip, but like his it goes off to the side when he's talking, and it's just I, I love the fact that again, it's not animated. It's actually Saddam's face. It's like a photo cut, right? Yeah. It's a photo cut, and I think one of the one of the funniest things is that when when Kenny is going to heaven. <laughs> And they're like, no, 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 get back down there. And when he goes down, I love that George Burns is one. Or, uh, uh, yeah, George Burns. So is Hitler. Is one of the people that's meeting him. And I'm like, oh, that's funny, because when George Burns played the character of God and oh, God, he also played Satan. So that's actually funny that he's down there. I think that's hilarious. I just think it's funny that uh, Saddam Hussein was the the villain uh, the best villain they could find. I mean, this is pre-9-11, pre-Osama bin Laden. I mean, I mean, even at this point, it feels like if they if that movie came out today, the villain would be like some sort of far-right Republican. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, yeah. Matt Gaetz. But I don't know. That's where I don't think that they would take the... Because I feel like that would be like the lazy road and they're... That's one of the last things they want to do. They want to do something that is like that you don't see coming. So if anything, they right. would write it where like. Well, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody saw the episode of like you know we drew an image of Muhammad. Oh my gosh! And like Mr. Quite, T, quite T. literally, like a fatwa was put on. <laughs> but they also they make fun <laughs> like of the creators, everyone and everything. No, they do. They like, do, they take, but I mean, like, they do they pop shots at Family Guy that like the manatees write their episode by just taking ideas? I'm right. Like, yes. Oh, it's the it's it's making fun of uh, Minority Report. And that's <laughs> and that's what they do to, to write the episode. Now, uh, to the Mickey idea Mouse that is like an angry pimp that yeah, is just like exactly. walking in and slapping people around <laughs> to the idea that like Ted Cruz would be like a cheap shot, that he would be the actual villain. So another show that I really enjoyed on Fox, but it didn't really last long. It all, it just went straight to Netflix. It's called Paradise PD. Paradise PD is hilarious. And it's something my wife watches. So I, I don't agree <laughs> with you. I just will. I think it's hilarious. It they make fun of Ted Cruz on that. And it's actually it's it's quite enjoyable. <laughs> well, it was, so one of my favorite shots across the bow from South Park actually was uh, for George R. R. Martin. And it was it was like one of their Thanksgiving specials where I think it was uh, Butters and uh, one of the kids that has diabetes. I think its name is Craig, where they go to George R. R. Martin's house to ask him, like, where are the dragons? 
Yeah. Like, where yeah. are all the dragons That's at? That's vaguely so familiar. George R. R. Martin just says, like, uh, like, well, well, uh, no, uh, they, they get in there and they're talking to George R. R. Martin and, and the one kid is starting to have, uh, blood sugar issues and he's like he needs to eat my friend needs to eat he's like oh i ordered pizzas they're on their way they're they're, they're coming down and they're using this this never that shows up pizza as these dragons that just never materialized until like he finally like passes out into a uh, uh, uh insulin shock or something there was an article or something that came out on facebook and i like i reposted it where it said like george r, r. martin wanted uh game of thrones to be like the marvel universe uh, like something he wanted it to continue on and my only thought when i reposted was in response was like well i guess he should have gotten his ass on to writing those books shouldn't he between the <laughs> length of time from the last book uh and just how the tv series ended it's completely soured me Oh, sure. George. I mean, that book could come out tomorrow, and I still will probably not pick it up for quite you some would. time. You would. You would still read it. No, no. Well, no, here's the thing. I think Jack would honestly would like get it. it. I'd put the nipple clamps on, though. Be- I. Well, I think Jack would get it, but I think I think he would I think he would shelve it, and he would he would be like, "You sit there and you think." About I think George R. R. Martin is, is the cable company going like, "Oh, you're still." still waiting for me to write the book but like people are slowly starting to just kind of despise him for that and it's weird how we were just talking about this day at work where that global phenomenon absolutely dropped not even dropped the ball they like shattered themselves by just phoning it in and now it's a joke half well, the time. What do you want? What do you want from them? They had to like go off of zero material. No, oh no, uh, no, 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 no! Are you really okay? This whole episode is going to change real quick, <laughs> really quick. Are you defending the trash that no. they put out? No, I'm not okay. defending. What I'm saying is, is give them credit where they have because of the effort that they actually had no. to put in to put something out. No. No, Nathan. He can't stop getting away with this. Nathan, <laughs> contractually, contractually, they had to put something out. And unfortunately, okay, when George R. R. Martin is not giving them the material, they have to go off and they have to create their own. And he can only sit by and like, you know, maybe point out ideas or slightly tell them like, oh, this is going on. But contractually, to the people that they're obligated to, they had to wrap up the series. But they, first of all, let's let's start with the the fact that again, they... not going not going to defend the show, but I will defend the creators in what they literally were left to do. H, don't look at me. I'm not. I, on your you're side the only one here. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Nathan, I'm looking at you. HBO, I'm sure was like, all right, guys, how many episodes we got? How many seasons? How many years more do we have? We are so excited. How much money do you guys want? Let's go. And they said, oh, no, we're going to wrap it up in two seasons. They're like, okay, all right. Hey, all gravy trains. So the long, nights, the, the long night's going to be like one whole season right now. It's just going to be like two episodes. And they said, oh, oh, okay. Well, um, so like how, how many episodes do you guys want to do? Like 20, an ep- 20 a season? No, let's do 13. Oh, okay. Hey, 13 a season? No, 13 total. Oh, I... Okay, wow. Uh, you guys are going to be able to wrap it up? Oh, yeah, we got this. Not a problem. Trash. Similar to Trash. Uh, another infamous South Park episode where they're making fun of George Lucas's prequels. 
where it's George Lucas and Steven Spielberg <laughs> raping uh, <laughs> stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. Uh, they but they do like the Deliverance. Like I want you to squeal like a pig. And then they do like, the. Um, this is that crystal skull. They do the the infamous 1998 rape movie, The Accused. Where uh, was it? Uh, was it Foster? J- Jody Foster gets raped on top of an arcade machine or a pinball machine. They do that. I don't know. They, well, it's it's a thing, oh. but that is one of the rape scenes that they Jeez. pulled out and made fun of in that episode. I apologize to anyone. I don't know where this episode's gone. <laughs> it's South Park. Yeah, I don't it's know South if this, Park. I don't know. If, if you didn't I don't expect know chaos, I mean, I'll Rochambeau you for it. Oh. So they're blaming Canada for the children being corrupted, yeah, supposedly. <laughs> and back on track. Canada. And Canada, Canada is apparently to blame. Movie. They take... I, I, I laughed every single time. They're all like, I mean, so many things, Mr. Ambassador, have come out of Canada. I mean... Just look at Brian Adams. All right, listen, we've apologized to Brian Adams on multiple occasions. And I'm like, no, the summer of 69. It's one of my favorite songs. Uh, we've apologized oh. many times. We've apologized so many times. And you know what? It actually made me think like how many like people that we love like in the entertainment industry have totally come from Canada. Like, I mean, I'll tell you right now, growing up, I loved Will Sasso on Mad TV. And so what? <laughs> Someone put their almond milk in my D-milk. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Hey, we got we got Celine Dion for a while. Avril Lavigne Shania for some Twain. music. Right? Great documentary, by the way, that oh, she has. There's been lots of people from Canada. But they want to blame Canada because apparently ah, this is where the children are, are gathering all of their... Like d- dark words and their evil thoughts, and we need to save our children. <laughs> but I mean, there's just so much making fun of just the celebrity lifestyle, where um, or guest celebrities, where there was the episode where um, they dropped a goat into Afghanistan, but it was Stevie Nicks. <laughs> and they just made feel like, oh, Mrs. Nix. Oh, we didn't realize it was you. Would you, could you sing us a, a little bit of some, uh, some of your songs? Please? Bah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so fucking ridiculous but hilarious at the same time they made fun of sally struthers back in the day for yeah. her um and this was early south park for her her feed the children charity and they've got like a disgustingly obese sally struthers okay, who's, go, go, who's hoarding boy. all the food for the starving children for <laughs> When they, <laughs> she's a hot walking nipple pinches. She's a hot in oh, the that was, episode. That was, that was family guys. When they targeted Disney and the episode with the Jonas Brothers, I almost thought that they went too far with that, the like, hot cream. That, they're like, oh, oh, oh. like, I thought that they were going to get like, because okay, when you can you can mess with a lot of people, but di- <laughs> but you don't fuck with the mouse. Disney is just a whole different beast. Like they, they shut down Korea, well, and they've gotten away with stuff that uh, right now I think they would if they weren't such a an institution at this point they wouldn't have been able to get away with. Now, so back in the aughts, we had uh, Hedifer Lopez. Uh, with her taco flavored kisses. Taco flavored kisses. <laughs> taco, oh, taco, taco burrito. Like, it's so horribly racist. 
Taco flavor kisses. Hela for Lopez. Hela for Lopez. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it's so bad. South Park is just I guess like. Yeah, I guess Disney uh, Plus was under fire. Uh, not like heavy, heavy under fire, but like people were kind of raising a little bit of a stink when they were allowing uh, Deadpool and Logan to be on as part of like the Marvel uh, portion. And they're like, Disney Plus is putting on R-rated movies. And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't they market to every single person they, that they could? Oh, the mouse doesn't care. The mouse wants I, that Right, money. They already, and they also own them. Like... Mouse is going to get that money. I mean, first off, again, like if you're money. worried about your child getting on, I mean, I think there's worse things your child could go on the internet and watch that's not Deadpool and Logan. Like Deadpool for language and violence and Logan just for violence. I, I Sorry. If you're worried about your kid, parent better. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if you want a Marvel movie to make me cry, yeah, put Logan on. Oh, God. Such a, it's, you know what? That is a good Western. Oh. That's a good Western segment <sighs> this this movie it's you know what yeah I th- segments yeah, why not there's so much to, that we could just ramble on about because <laughs> south park is current it's political it's great but i mean this before we get into the segments, it's just it's you know we're doing this episode about a movie that came out in 1999 that is not really a plip- applicable to south park as a whole yet at the same time it's still in. Yep. Mm, very much so uh, I don't know. I love it. All righty. Let's get to some segments. 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 Segment Segment number one. Blame Canada. Kyle's mom leads the movement to blame Canada and have them faulted for the behavior of their children. In today's age of cancel culture, there are plenty of people out there who want to erase, halt, or alter just about anything that they find offensive. What is one of the craziest things that you have ever seen someone get to quote unquote cancel or attempt to cancel or blame in order to get rid of it and gain followers to their batshit crazy cause? I'll, I'll go first. Go for it. Uh, so I went more with the uh, the timeline for Mrs. Brofloski. You know, she's got good intentions, but sure. it, it ends up wrong. Uh, the, where her just trying to keep bad words mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of her children, uh, out of the children, the children, children, out of their mouth, you know, <laughs> ends up with a war that. and people died and risking the lives of said children. Uh, so I, and I know Nathan's just go ahead and pre grown. Oh, getting a clue. Yeah, uh, it's it's the her emails compared to what is happening recently in Mar-a-Lago. Hmm. Uh, so, I mean, her emails compared to let's steal classified documents and keep them in an unsecure location. And uh, I'm sure that'll work out well. Uh, that is way worse than her emails could ever possibly be. And it dovetails with the Blue Lives Matter. Because during the uh, All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter thing, 
uh, you know, we're we're the party of security and police, but now it's it's the opposite. Defund the FBI and uh, you know, people attacking police on January sixth. It's just the hypocrisy of it all. So uh, that's that's mine. Okay. Uh, so one of mine that I looked up, and it's it's quite literally one of the craziest things I've seen on the internet. Around 2014, you might remember a woman named Christine Wyke. She is a horrible, like horribly just horrible. She, she, ah, she's just awful. Okay. 2014, she tried to say that monster energy drink was satanic and that the markings on monster, like, were the number six six six? They were the mark of the beast, and that the energy drink company was trying to convert our children and like draw them to Satan. And I'm just like, this is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. She would go to random little conventions, and she would set up a table, and she had little poster boards, and she would show people like, look at this. This looks exactly. Like, you know, like a Judaic or like Arabic number. Like she would she was fully convinced. The, the better commentary on uh, Monster Energy uh, Monster Energy Drink would just be doing the sugar comparison of like, <laughs> this is how much sugar is in a donut. This is how much sugar is in a Monster Energy Drink. This it, is how much sugar is in a Coca-Cola. It, it wasn't even it wasn't even like a healthy thing. It was just like, I know, but I know but no, no, that makes how, more sense. How, how can you commodify monster energy drink as it's yeah that is hey, it was it was lunacy yeah. taste That's the all beast I think about when I think of monster. like the, I love it. the the craziest thing is that like she was dead convinced and if they want to talk about the mark of beast like i've passed some of the stores at the airport there where they're trying out like the like the biometric like oh, okay. you just like there's no Right. Clerk, you just walk in yep. and pay with your your handprint or uh-huh. whatever. Uh, there was recently a guy who had his Tesla key implanted into his hand so that he could, uh, you know, just walk up and just walk up. Yeah, I mean that's more Mark of the Beast than fucking Monster Energy. <laughs> there it is. Um, so mine is a little bit. Uh, I took a little bit of a different approach um, because this person so. The NFL has canceled John Gruden over some emails. And rightly so. That's fine. Uh, if you, you say bad things in emails, then, you know. You... Was was this about the, like, they have to give certain players, like, an offer, but they ended up wanting this other player, but they still gave this other player an offer? No, no. And... This, I mean, he had some derogatory this... statements, some homophobic statements. There's, there's legitimacy to some of the things that uh, I guess that he put in these emails. However, and this is where (laughs) be that as it may, (laughs) this is where I think the majority of people get very, very upset because they draw the line at just John Gruden and say, yep, he's a bad guy. We got him out. Everyone. We did it. We good for us. And yet they don't release any other details or any other emails, including emails to owners those emails are going to someone so are there's too many parts of it that the nfl covers up and goes oh but look over here and distract and this 
And I watch the NFL. I love football. But it is ridiculous the the amount of hypocrisy they have of oh we stand by women we stand by this or that or this topic yet we will let talent overrule any decision we make money over anything we we can do and we're they're so bad at it they're so bad at handling situations sometimes it just seems like no-brainers but they just find a way to mess it up um only like kind of shovel kind of like trump put all the debt on one failed thing and say all right flush there goes all of the debt because that was all on that so we're good i declassified them yeah so (laughs) that would be uh my I, I don't understand the NFL sometimes, and they will cancel the ones that they want to cancel and then let slide anything that makes them money or is pure talent. Uh, speaking of the NFL, uh, they've put a lot of the 30 for 30 documentaries on Disney+. Plus. Oh. So if you get it, they're they're sports documentaries, but they're about like scandals and shit. Oh, okay. Uh, so the the Pony Excess about uh, a Southern Baptist University in the eighties. That's a clever title. Uh, doing like actually like buying cars and paying off houses for players' parents to try to get them on their teams. It was wild. Uh, it was it's dude. It is a wild documentary. Huh. There's there's some good documentaries on there. So. Okay. Uh, I do recommend those. Sorry to dovetail on an eighth. You're good. No, no. All right. Next one. I can change. Saddam does his song and dance for Satan to convince him he'll quote unquote change his ways and basically get basically ends up gaslighting him. I can change. I can change. <laughs> However, Satan does have some very real concerns that he's just trying to uh, get across to Saddam. But they're being played off. Who is someone in your life that you have encountered that, quote, promise they would, could change despite your concerns? Did they actually do so? Or were you always going to be right? Do we all have the same one? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> do but we they, all have but the same they, one? But this person is my honorable mention. Um, mine is just like, it's a go-to immediately because when I think of like, Oh my God, I can change. Oh my God, you're still like at the time batshit crazy. It was a former student of mine that I offered help to. And I was like, hey, let's try and get you like the help you need. Or, hey, I'm here for you if you need some help for something. And completely took advantage of that. Went crazy. I had to block. I still have 22 numbers blocked on my phone that she ended up like keep calling and calling and calling. And I'm like, no, let's not do this. Go away. So that was that. I know <laughs> who you're referring to with my honorable mention. Um, I had I had an uh, an ex girlfriend that uh, a lot of promises were made during the relationship to me, and I kept going, kept going, kept going. And in the end, as it all resolved, uh, we broke up, and it doesn't even matter. She turned out to be a lesbian, <laughs> so. It made sense, I think, a little bit more of of what went beyond. But I went, oh, so if that's who you truly were, why did... Okay, well, never mind. Again, this is information that would have been helpful yesterday. I feel like I was denied critical need to know (laughs) information. information. Yes. So that's my little uh, ring-a-ding. 
Mm. Uh, my person's name rhymes with uh, Ryan Deers. Um, <laughs> this person, uh, all all three of us know, uh, all three of us have gamed with and have been spurned on just multiple mo- years. Fatwa. Years. <laughs> he put a fatwa out on Drew, which is actually pretty good for this episode. <laughs> But, um, so, uh, I think it was around 4th of July weekend was the last time I had, uh, Drew and Brett, uh, Nathan, if he still lived here, uh, and Cody in town for a night of some casual gaming and some drinks. And I think I made brisket and, mm. uh, and, uh, Alton Brown's and, and Cody, punch. Cody, like, you know, the whole week leading up to this is like, so, you know, Ryan Deers, like, he he really wants to come, and he just, he'd like to see everybody, and, and I told Cody flat out, I was like, there's not one person that is going to be there that Ryan hasn't fucked over in some way, shape, or form. I was like, there's nobody there uh, that, that uh, wants him to be there. Or delusionally, like thinks is against him in yeah. some manner it's cody's like well i told told uh ryan that if uh if you want to come he'd have to text you on facebook messenger and ask <laughs> that never happened i knew it wouldn't because brian wouldn't debase himself no. uh to to that level and then told cody prior that that we were the assholes and he's always been a good friend. And uh, we're the fucked up ones. And he's telling us while we're eating we're, brisket. We're terrible, Jack, apparently. And having drinks. And like, we're just sort of all like, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. But that also starts like a 45-minute roundtable conversation where it's like, which, well, like Thanksgiving where everyone goes around the table happens. to tell what they're thankful for. Everyone goes around the table to tell like how badly they've been fucked over by this person at some oh, point. I think it's hilarious that he always ends up being in some way shape or form whenever we hang out so he he gets brought up and he comes part of the conversation always without fail and it in and unfortunate unfortunately and i do say unfortunately it does become a bitch session about ryan yes yes and like the guys his own worship when his the his apartment flooded and uh get my stuff out no stop the water well i'm not gonna stop the water until you help me get my stuff out <laughs> yeah and then he put out like an like an apb to anybody who would still talk to him <laughs> to help him move because he put everything off to the last fucking minute and so he had like less than 24 hours to get all of his water damaged shit out of this place tj showed up he, I think he asked you, Drew, which... Uh, oh, oh, apparently I am like the world's worst person because I did not see the message in time. Or more importantly, sorry, it wasn't even a message. He had posted on Facebook that he needed help. I didn't see it. So I'm the asshole for not seeing it and personally messaging him to offer my help. When he did message me a couple of weeks later because he had relocated and he was needing a new place to stay... I personally looked and found him, and I found him an well, apartment. Drew, he was more interested in your spare no. bedroom. Oh, I know he was. I know he was. But I, but I found him an apartment that literally, and I mean, much to my chagrin, was down the street from me at the time. And he was like, "I need, I need a three bedroom apartment minimum because I need one for myself, my daughter, and the other one is for all my stuff." So he wanted these like 
bare necessity, like these these uh, prerequisites for an apartment. And I found him. I found him like two well, places there's, there's, to stay. There's a whole and apparently, called choosy beggars. Right. Which is, love I it. found him right. two places to stay, and apparently, I was the jerk for doing so. And and he, I. The fuck do I do to I you? I just had back surgery, like right. Like, you can't the lift past shit. Six months, and I was like, even if I had, I would have been like, mm, no. This has now become a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I can change. I, I can, can change. change. <laughs> oh, come right. on, guy. You want to fuck? Jesus. All right. Last session. Uh, it's a two-parter. It's either uh, it's titled "What Would Brian Boy uh, What Would Brian Boitano Do?" So either the absurdist nature of the song depicting American figure skater Brian Boitano as some sort of superhero is undoubtedly funny. What iconic or pop culture figure would you substitute into the song as if you were going to have him be the hero, or more importantly, uh, with the idea that they were trying to ban- uh, blame Canada and ban the movie? What is a movie or TV show that you definitely for- were forbidden to watch or see, but you did anyways? Uh, what was your parents reasoning and if it wasn't a tv show or a movie uh what was the other what was it then i will i'll take I this did, really I quick did both i did both okay i only did the tv show and the movie even though i wrote the segment itself so the simpsons growing up were a, a big no-no and i know for nathan as well mm-hmm. i had to sneak over to my neighbor's house and i know we've talked about this before on the show to watch the simpsons because they were very much allowed to watch it and it was absolutely hilarious uh, i remember though one of my favorite, and I think this is also why I love this movie so much, because it has such like a connection to me. The remake from 1999 of House on Haunted Hill with Jeffrey Rush of uh, playing Vincent Price's role. Love this. And it has the uh, the woman, I forget her name, because she was in The we Faculty. She her. played Jean Grey. We talked about her. So she, play, uh, she plays uh, Vincent Price's uh, wife in the movie. And... I just I love the Haunted House movie because when I was seeing it at my cousin Jean's house, I was with my brother, my cousin Jamie and her friend who I think we called a cousin, but we later realized it wasn't a cousin. I think at the time, like my brother was like, oh, my gosh, she's cute. Like, can we can we hang out and watch a scary movie? And my my cousin Jean, like he rented the movie for us on like HBO or something. And then he left us in his little like spare house that was on his property. And he was all like, all right. You guys have fun. And he shut the door and left. And my cousin Jamie and I were like, just sitting there watching the movie, watching my brother and this girl. And I forget her name, though. And it was so funny because we're all like, oh, my gosh, they're going to like try and sit closer during the scary movie. But also at the same time, I'm like, holy shit, we're watching a scary movie that I totally, totally cannot be watching. It's and it's a fun. It's a fun remake. I really do like the remake. So that that's what. Well, my mine was kind of similar because uh my Jack. my shout out was simpsons um was not allowed to watch right. that simpsons did it simpsons did and it the family values like i just remember that they were like they're not a good family I'm like oh okay like and looking back on some, of those, early, went to church. some of those early seasons when homer's choking bart just like oh you little i'm like oh yeah that's probably not good i mean but it's it's hilarious right we're good <laughs> if, if you want him to survive the night, I suggest rolling him on his stomach. That is, if, if, if you do want him to survive, survive the night. The uh, person that I, oh, I want the beer nuts in the in the bottom of the bowl. The uh, the person that I would call upon that is just of randomness and pop culture, uh, Rebecca Black, who wrote the song Friday, where every <laughs> this 13, 14 year old got death threats about this song good because sorry oh, continue whoa 
Wow. I Whoa. don't. No, I don't fucking respect. Somebody found a chili pepper. I I don't fucking respect people whose parents buy them an album title. Fuck that shit. Hey, continue. Anyways, Rebecca Black. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The world needs you. I'm not agreeing with you. And uh, we call upon you. (laughs) Uh, So for mine, uh, I just, it got stuck in my head because recently... I read a, a an article, a news report that Andy Dick had gotten arrested uh, at some trailer park oh, no. in California for like sexual assault inside of like his RV. Oh God! Uh, and and all I could hear was, "What would Andy Dick do? He'd probably blow a line of coke or two. Oh no! I've never liked him. I've, I'm sorry, but like, no, no, not uh, at all. Yeah, no. I this is not coming from a place of love. But like. Not um, even like his characters. I think the the only time that I even tolerated him was the Dane Cook uh, film with um, where he's like a the shopping like they're at, like they kind of work at Costco. I saw that once. Oh, like, um, employee, employee of the month. I liked the movie, but like I, <laughs> this is an '87 Honda. How dare how you? Dare you? <laughs> but I hated Dick's character. Oh God! <laughs> you want to talk about hate, Nathan? On Star Trek Voyager, yeah, he was a hologram. He, he played the updated version <laughs> of, of the, the Doctor, the emergency emergency medical hologram, and I, I fucking hate that episode <laughs> so much because I can't take it seriously. Like I almost want Robert Picardo, the amazing man who does play the, the emergency medical hologram, of to course. walk in and like you know how the the Star Trek uh, control panels like there's no raised buttons it's all like uh, a computer yeah. like beep, 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 beep. like he's blown a line of coke off of one of those because it's like a mirror surface like oh god it's just so awful and, and then, ladies um, and gentlemen if you had uh the reference of star trek again <laughs> you got bingo so so that's star trek Andy Dick blowing and Jack making a drug and Drew saying fuck Rebecca Black. <laughs> that was your wild that, card square. That is uh, Skippo. All right, Jack good hitting job. Republican. Uh, Uno, Uno. Oh my god. Uh, and then um, my the last part of the segment is very easy for me because I I'm the the slight bit knowing now, not knowing then, a bit of a unicorn where I did not have. Any restrictions? restrictions. Uh, oh, no one ever told me not to watch South Park or Beavis and Butthead. I would watch the Moranathons. Uh, I, I I watched the first time I watched Pulp Fiction was when my sister rented it from Blockbuster, and just my mom looking over at me and just cringing during the, uh, oh, the gimp scene. Oh God! And that like that whole scene was like what what I don't understand. Like what is <laughs> oh, no. what is happening here? Like not even like so. It, it wasn't ever an issue. I think the worst thing that ever happened was if it was a movie and they knew that there were boobs, they told me to put a blanket over my head. But the blanket at the time was one of those like, crochet blankets. Was one of those crochet blankets that ever that, that had like those terrible oh, wow. 80s, uh, 80s, 70s colors where it was like cream, shit brown, and burnt green. orange and pea soup puke. Uh, all woven together, but you could you could see you could see right, <laughs> right through, through it. it. 
Um, I remember going to a sleepover. I mentioned this during our uh, The Burbs uh, mm-hmm. episode because I had picked out of their movie cabinet The Burbs and we'd watched like the first hour of it. And then the mom coming in and getting all pissed off and like ejecting the tape and taking it from the room and going, this is a PG-13 movie. We don't we don't allow children to watch stuff like that in our house. Oh, good googly like, moogly. It's, like, it's the Burbs. It's fucking Tom it's Hanks the and Burbs. Princess yeah, Leia, right. for Christ's sake. It has to be... PG thirteen for language. Then, yeah. do they? I, I'd have to. I'll have to look that up. I don't well, even know. I just know. realized but, uh, that Jack's mother is Sean Connery in the Last Crusade. Like, <laughs> did I ever tell you to go to bed, brush your teeth, <laughs> never <laughs> read your mail? I taught you self reliance. I gave you privacy. See, <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of my Charlemagne. Like, what I wanted was my dad. <laughs> I can't believe what you did. <laughs> Fly, yes. Land, no. You're named after the dog. <laughs> it's a fake. <laughs> you can see clearly in the cross section. Uh, <laughs> I thought oh, I'd lost you, boy. She talks in her sleep. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, God. Oh, well... So uh, what's uh, what's coming up for the real fields? What's on the docket? What's well, going, uh, what are we doing? next what up, what are the real fields going to do? <laughs> what's real fields going to watch? Well, uh, after me, it goes to you, cyberpunk, cyberpunk, and Nathan. Or are we going to try and attempt uh, Patreon? We'll see. But Nathan, if you were going next after Jack, I think uh, I don't know if we old people. Uh, it's it's going to be old old person. Okay, old person movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just don't do bad, Grandpa. I, I hate Absolutely that. Not. Uh, I have no, no feels. And at at that point in time, uh, I will be bringing everyone a satire film. But I'll tell you right now, it's going to be horror because it's going to be in October. Oh, so it's September the second. Uh, Drew, you've probably gotten up to f- to fifty horror movies at this point for your uh, your hundred fifty billion movies. You are of so fall. modest, Jack. You are so modest. <laughs> you are. That's that's adorable. Would you like the actual numbers? <laughs> I'm afraid. Are you? I'll tell you right now. Oh no. Okay. Oh, I call my bluff. Oh, I'm gonna call your bluff. Okay. So currently, for my hundred and fifty days of horror, which started on June third, mind you. <laughs> Um, as of today, there are 59 days till Halloween. I am at 171 horror movies. Um, and, uh, I have yet to watch one today. So it'll be 172, uh, after you leave. And for my there and back again, which is my year in movie scavenger hunt, I'm at 168 films. And that started on April 1st. Great googly moogly. And I think total for the year... Total for the year 2022, I have 585 films logged. Okay. I'm not proud of this. <laughs> it sort of reminds me of the uh, the uh, heavy metal uh, episode of South Park where uh, it's all about cheesing, where you uh, they have these elaborate setups where you hang a cat and you either bring another cat Jesus. in or uh, uh, Mr. Brothlowski has the high-tech setup with the projector. Oh, no. Where he's projecting angry cats in front of it uh, so that you get cheesed in the face with their concentrated oh. urine. And then they're suddenly in heavy metal land. Uh, yeah, they're they're uh, going to uh, hallucinating uh, to to Ugh. to fight over her daughter's his Jesus. daughter's awesome rocking tits. Oi. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> that being said, <laughs> uh, Jack, Nathan, what would you both give this movie? Jack? Um, if this was, if this was how many times Saddam Hussein made some sort of nasty reference, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably give this movie like a six out of ten. It's fine. It's just not, it's fine for like what it is, but it's not indicative of the entire series as a whole. Uh, because the series has grown and matured and evolved since then. It's still good, but I'm usually, you're not going to find me saying to the wife, hey, you know what? Let's watch South Park. Mm-hmm. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Uh, because I've also seen it 11 million times in my teenage and sure. early 20s. Sure. So it's lost a little bit, bit of its zest. Um, This movie... Punch and pie. This movie is the aftermath of the Canadians and the Americans fighting. Um, it, it it ends on a happy note. Everyone is, you know, the the real villain is dead, and everyone is good. Uh, this is a good, uh, you know, six and six point five out of ten. Um, handshakes across the aisle. I, I think that it's a fine movie, especially for its time. Um, right now, doesn't hold up in my book as much of like, oh wow, it's so good. However, knowing it's like you said, it's not indicative of the genre as a whole by any means, because South Park has cemented itself as, in my opinion, the only real test of time comedy animation show. I I, I think that Family Guy, uh, even Futurama, which I love, Future, I mean, like Rick and Morty, I know puts a pretty hard candle to it but i just think that over the time south park is one time and time again as just cleverly written uh interesting characters never expecting you know what it's gonna do turning on a dime they don't ca- they give no fucks so yeah mm. i i think if i were to look at it from the 99 uh perspective i i would end up giving it a four out of five. I think in today's lens, it would be definitely uh, more of possibly a three, but with still respecting where it came from. So it, it honestly lands at a three and a half for me. Hmm. So seven out of ten. Uh, so, Drew, where can uh, people find out a little bit more about us? Oh, well, guys, you can always look for The Real Feels Podcast up on Facebook and Instagram. We are also up on Twitter at Real Feels Pod. And Audible. Ooh. Oh, Audible. Amazon Music, Spotify, any podcatcher out there, guys. If you type in the Real Feels podcast, I mean, obviously, you're listening to it right now. But if your friends need somewhere to listen to, you can always recommend them. You can also uh, join us up on Patreon, become some of the realest people out there, realest fans, request some movies, get some free swag, and uh, all the rest. But you can also hit us up on our Tooch line. Tooch light, <laughs> fuck yeah. Toochie, toochie. <laughs> Coming to save the motherfucking day, yeah. Tooch light, six, six, yeah. 3760030 We'd love 
to hear from you up on the Tooch line. Uh, you can also leave us a five-star review up on Apple Podcast. Landing gear. Do mm. we... Did you make a Patreon, Jack? No, I didn't. A <laughs> <laughs> okay. lazy writing. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. No Patreon, but that is that is more than fine, folks. Get off the bong, you lazy liberal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, guys, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Riffos Podcast and our cutout animation with... 1999's South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. And I am quite surprised that Jack has not jumped in with, where's the clitoris? Why do you need to jump to the clitoris, boy? Just give her a kiss. <laughs> you need to go leaping and jumping <laughs> for the, the clitoris. Just give her a kiss, boy. Need the buttocks? Yes, yes, yes. The buttocks. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it. Okay, it's fine. Well, uh, until next time, you're the realist. And the feelist. What is a dead giraffe? What does a dying giraffe sound like? You know?